podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, probably sponsored by Everlast. I'm here with Mr. John Ryder. John, it's been a pleasure uh, having dinner with me and breakfast with me all week, but uh, last night, what an event. 70,000 fans, Billy Joe Saunders, Canel. Just talk to me about the fight itself and your thoughts. Mate, um, great start for Billy Joe. Um, thought he got the first round. Um, let the second get away from him, and then back in the fight in the third. Um, at, when it stops, I had it pretty level. Um, could have had it to Canelo by one, but I thought he was he was in the fight. And listen, Canelo turned it on in the eighth round when he got him hurt, and that's what a true pan, pan star does. As a fighter yourself, a fighter never wants to quit and stuff like that. But when a, a coach is there to save you from from yourself, isn't he? Mark Tibbs done the right thing last night with that orbital fracture. Because right now I'm hearing it's multiple fractures in Billy Joe's eye, and uh, obviously he's got to stay out in America. He's getting operated on and stuff like that. So. Right decision for Mark Tibbs. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes fighters need to save from themselves. Um, listen, we all we all say we want to we'll fight to your death, and listen, when your sights at risk, um, no matter how much money you're getting paid, it's not worth it. You, know? you want to go back, see your family. Um, listen, that's the most important thing. So Mark did a great job. Pulled him out at the right time. People were saying if he took one more knock on it, could have lost his sight. So in hindsight, Mark's done the, the best thing, and. Um, then he can live to fight another day. You said that you had it pretty even after the, the eight rounds there, but I mean, that was heating up in the middle of rounds, wasn't it? I mean, in the fifth round, Billy Joe hit Canelo with an uppercut and nicked him under his, his, his right eye and stuff like that. So, and he was doing well off the back foot, but he was busy with a jab as well. So it was starting to heat up a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I've, I, I've got it. I had it closed. Some people might have it different ways. It's subjective. I'll, I'll watch it back when I get home. But I mean, uh, Call it out, see it when I was in the arena. I probably see it different at home, but yeah, I thought it was close. I thought, listen, I think you see the judges' scorecards, and I think there was a couple of ridiculous ones. I think Canelo four rounds up, which I, I can't really see. Um, the middle judge had it Canelo by two. I, I, I could see that, but I could, I feel it was a, a close fight. So didn't believe really, that gave a good account of himself. Uh, listen, fighters at this level, they can turn fights in their head. And, and, you're a, you're, a, you're, a, you're a super middleweight. How, I know like Canelo's got a path he wants to go on. He wants to unify and become undisputed at 168. The first Mexican fighter to become undisputed. But where does he go from here? Does he stick around at 168 and just fight everybody at 168? Does he go up to 175? How do you beat this man? Well, I think size will beat him because obviously he had the fight with Kovalev and then he's, he's come straight back down. So I don't think he showed too much desire to stay up there. I think he, he felt the size difference and maybe the power of Kovalev um, and I think that's, that's an age Kovalev who's past his best and you've got the likes of Bivol who might not pose the biggest threat but Turbiev is a bit of a monster mm. so um, I mean if he's if he's up for it I'm sure he'll give it a go but listen it's, it's a big step. It is a big step so and Canelo loves to fight he's, he's got sort of, he's got a passion for this game a passion for this sport he loves it so it seems to me that He'll fight anyone, anytime, anywhere. So if he becomes undisputed, I reckon he might stick around and and uh, defend all his belts. I don't think he'll vacate, move up, move down, or whatever. So, John, Mr. John Ryder, you've got a big fight end of June yep. against David Morrell, WB regular title. Do you think? I mean, you're probably daydreaming a little bit here, but 
you think, John, you could you could face him one day if, if you just keep doing what you're doing, keep impressing in your fights and keep winning? Yeah, I mean, listen, call, call me mad. Uh, and I think I just added another Brit to the list, but I, I'd love to have a go. I'd love the opportunity to go over there with a pan for pan star. Um, I just want to test myself against the best. And listen, I've, I've come up short in fights, but I believe that last in, in 2020, or sorry, 2019, I, I beat the, the number one super middle in the world in Cameron Smith. Didn't get a decision, but again, I want to go again and I want to test myself against the best. So, uh, Sal is that now. He's the top pound for pound star, the number one super in the world. I want to test myself against him. How do you how do you do it? Like I mean, like Billy Joe was on the jab on the back foot. Then he started mixing a little bit of fire with fire, so he was changing up. But that, is that how you would approach the fight? On the back foot, mix it a little bit in the middle, get back on the back foot, mix it a little bit in the middle. I think yeah, I think he had he had a good tactic. I was surprised he didn't use the ring more. Um, with, with what was made of the ring size, but um, I, I think he had success, so he didn't need to. But um, I think Canelo also. Give him, give him more. He, he didn't chase him down, so but he didn't need to run and use the ring. Um, but they both got smart, and you, you can see that Canelo is just he's setting traps all the time. He's, what, what you don't see on the TV is what he's doing with his footwork. Mm. You just see him slipping the shots, countering, but you don't see how he's stepping in, stepping out of range, but and, and covering the ground, which is unbelievable to see in person. What I noticed is he cuts up the ring off well, and then when he pins you up against the ropes. I know it's easier said than done, but it's like you can't stay on the ropes with Canelo, can you? Listen, these, these fighters, I think we're all guilty of looking for the perfect shot. Canelo's going to throw a shot, he don't care where he hits you. He's just going to hit you hard and often, so the um, accumulation of punches is, is just going to hit you hard and fast, and um, he's going to wind you down and, and get them shots off. June 26, you're out again, David Morrell, WB, is it June 26? June 26, yep. yeah. Well, so I'm told. So you're told, so you're told. You're on a away card, you're back in the States. Uh, tough, is it a tough ask and are you expecting a tough fight? They're always tough when you're on the road, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, he's, he's from Cuba, but he's hometown, I think, Minnesota. So, listen, I'm prepared for a, a hard 12 round fight and just prepared to do what I've got to do to win this title. John, I won't keep you, well, I'll keep saying, everyone's slating me on YouTube, but yeah. I keep saying I won't keep you much longer, but I, I'm going to make it my catchphrase. Yeah, won't, well, keep, won't keep you long, 10 minutes later. 10 minutes later, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to have to let me go because my coach is here. Yeah, <laughs> you're going, nice. So, safe flight home. Nice um, to see and, uh, I'll see you soon, champ. Aye, nice pal. Aye, pal. Give me a wee bit. <laughs> you're going to go and have a digit in the hub. Let's get up the hole. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, John, thanks, mate. Right, take care. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.